Hey, welcome to the Brattlecast. If you're interested in books, any kind of books, old, new, in between, you came to the right place because every book has a story about it, in it, and around it. And joining me is the man who tells the stories better than anyone, Ken Gloss, proprietor of the Brattle Bookshop in Boston, a Boston institution on West Street. Do check it out, brattlebookshop.com. Speaking of amazing books, I'm looking at just the cover, and I know it's amazing because it's old and it has a specific purpose, Ken. What is it? Well, what it is is I got a collection of books in recently, and a lot of people like touring. They like going out. Now, um, and they've done this pilgrimages back in medieval times, Mm. but this one is from about 1910, 1912. And it's New England highways and byways from a motor car. Not a car, but a motor car. A, a motor car. <laughs> in, in the cover, it shows a nice lake. It has some what might be either elm or maple trees, beautiful blue sky. Mm. And then this looks like a Packard or a LaSalle. Yeah. I, I assure you that probably a chauffeur is driving the car. That looks like a stately vehicle, yes. A very stately yes. vehicle, but... With the advent of the motor car, the automobile, um, and the advent of roads starting to be made for them, the tourist industry built up tremendously. And these type of books, and the collection we got, is not only New England, but it can be cross-country, it can be Europe, it can be the West. Now, tourism of the United States and the West was really, really built up right around the Civil War and after the Civil War. And it was built up by the railroads. Mm. The railroads were starting to branch out, go west. After the war, uh, there was a big economic boom. Uh, And then they started finding places like the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, uh, Yosemite, because they wanted – and they were building hotels – and they were building a whole community around these tourist sites with the major idea of, well, you're going to get on the train to get there, and that would boost their business, along with building the rails to get out, which also had a tremendous commercial. And that led value. to Western expansion. It w- led to Western expansion, but the railroads, they did these beautiful uh, posters for the West. They did a lot of tourists and travel books, mm. but the idea was to build up their business. The automobile comes along. Henry Ford comes out with a, an affordable uh, you know, price range. You also had the packets and LaSalle's. But the main thing is they started building highways uh, so that you could get out to these things. So rather than taking the train, there were cars going out. Now, mm. One of the interesting things, one of the first highways across the country was called the Lincoln Highway. It was built up in 1912 to about, well, 1915 and so on. And one of the first books about cross-country travel in an automobile, and this was a real ordeal. I mean, a lot of the stretches were still unpaved. Uh, If you broke down with a flat tire, it wasn't like there was a station at every or corner. AAA wasn't exactly You know, if you vote. had to get towed, the horse and buggy would come out and they'd figure out how to get towed. But one of the very first people to do that and write about it 
and I'm sure the etiquette of how to do it mm-hmm. was Emily Post. That's amazing. Not Wiley Post. He was flying airplanes but, but, after that. But Emily Post, was, the etiquette girl. Etiquette, before she was wow. really doing a lot of her etiquette books, was one of the first adventurers. That's a go. rugged individual task at that time. And, and it wasn't like if you drive overnight, you can get there in five days or so on. It was, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour, bumpy roads. <laughs> Where do you stay? Right. Where do you get food? Where do you eat? Now, Emily Post was quite wealthy, so a lot of those issues she could get by a lot uh, better than just the average source. But there's a whole series of books like this, many of them with very beautiful covers. This is gorgeous. Uh, Some of them, you know, sort of outlying and laying the roots for you to go out with. So there are a whole bunch of people who collect early motor travel uh, books. And a few of them, obviously, there were economic reasons for building the highways, which is probably why in many cases they got built. The trucking, the industry, uh, being able to uh, have connections other than just the railroads. But this is what people started going out west. And, of course, with the Depression, you heard about all the people driving out to California in their uh, buggies and the Okies and Mm. the way that was all referred to. But it was just a progression. And then there were other tour guides that came out like this. I, I actually mentioned in an earlier podcast the Green Book. As people were traveling up from the south or driving west, Negroes at the time, black people, it was dangerous to be out there. And where did you sleep? Where would be accommodating? Where Mm. could you get gas? There's a famous book called The Green Book that was done in basically the safe places to stay. That has become a highly, highly collectible. A a green book recently, it's basically just a tourist guide. Right. Right. Sold for $50,000. Yeah, the movie brought a lot of attention to it, and people didn't know what it was until the movie came out. And I, too, learned about it, and I couldn't believe it. And and it it really— Now, now this particular book, which is gorgeous, New England Highways and Byways from a Motor Car, uh, is published here in Boston. Yeah. So, obviously. And it says here, See America First series— these were all published by the same company. Same apparently. company in different areas and different things, again, that you could drive in the motor car. And then there were other companies putting out uh, books. The ALA, the American Automobile League, the mm. League of Automobiles. Um, another thing that came out at the time where there were also, this is a whole other area of collecting, was bicycle touring uh. of the United States. But you realize that First of all, you had to have cars. Second of all, you had to have people realizing that you had to make roads and then the sites and the areas to go to. And this is partly what this book series was. Most of the sites, the pictured sites, are historic homes, things like that. Historic homes, uh, but places, Mount Vernon. Mm. uh, But there are also ones talking about this time, talking about battlefields, this, which people still do, the civil, particularly the Civil War. But uh, – and then you had all of the national parks, which is one of the reasons. The first one, uh, which was uh, Yellowstone, um, 
was an 1860s grant, but then they went on in the whole tourist business mushroomed, going up to Arcadia in Maine, going down south, and there's a, a whole group of collectors who love these kind of books. And sometimes they're little brochures, just the maps. And you can start at around the turn of the century, last century, mm. and go, go all the way up to where you're getting into the where the gas stations, the Esso, and mm. uh, had maps and uh, of the areas because they wanted people using gas. Absolutely. The car makers wanted people using cars. Uh, probably the railroads fell off a little, and of course some people will rue the fact that we don't have a better rail system. But one of the things about the United States, it's huge. It's true. You talk about highway system. It wasn't until the 50s when the Eisenhower administration sort of revolutionized it. But back then, uh, there were a lot of byways rather than highways, right? Small two-lane roads that would cut through states. Well, I travel a lot with the Antiques Roadshow. One of the things I usually do when we're going to a city, I look up and I Google scenic byways. Yeah. And they're still there and they're still beautiful. And every still every once in a while, did you ever take the Boston Post Road as opposed to Route 2? Let's say we were talking local uh, geography. Here. Boston Post, yeah, occasionally. Just, although, to, just to change it up a little bit. Or, or I'll tell you quite honestly, if I'm driving south to Washington, I don't take Route 1. Because although I appreciate all of the local things that are on there, a trip that could take Eight hours could take eight days Yes, <laughs> if you get into the traffic. That's true. It's, but it's really sort of – there are so many areas of collecting in this field, and there's so much fun. I was recently in Alaska, and they built the highways in Alaska right around World War II. And the reason they built them is, first of all, for commerce, getting from one city to the other. A lot of – I mean, the roads to Fairbanks were only built – relatively recently, the last mm. 50 or 60 years. But one of the main reasons for building roads north into Alaska was during World War II. They wanted the commerce, but they also wanted to help supply Russia mm. with planes. And the closest place to get planes over was Alaska to Russia because you had the Japanese. So a lot of the roads were built because of war, of National security, the Eisenhower. I mean, one of the things that he wanted built when we built these highways was the industry of the United States, which a lot of that industry was the war business. Yeah. But it was also the security of the country. Interesting. Uh, so it's a whole field of collecting. It's fascinating. I love it. I particularly like the old books with beautiful covers. But the artwork, almost any period, because the artists who would – illustrating these were trying to get you to go. So they tried to It was a marketing language. tool uh, yeah. as much as anything. And, uh, you know, today we have all kinds of apps in our cars and on our phones, but there's nothing that replaces the beauty. And, and the text, I was just reading through some of the text, very well written. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and so one little collection of books come in, and all of a sudden you're talking about the history <laughs> of travel in the United States. But the travel is still there. You might do it a little bit differently. Yeah. You might get out on the roads. Those scenic byways and are still there. You might not be driving in a LaSalle or a Model T. It'll get you, the cars nowadays will be a little more comfortable, but uh, and maybe a little safer possibly. But 
it's still a lot of fun. Well, likely they didn't have air conditioning back then. You just opened the roof up or whatever. Well, that was the air conditioning. <laughs> the, the problem is when you open the roof like that, it's rained. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you got a shower while you were doing You it. got a free shower, absolutely. Well, that's another tour through the land of magical books of all kinds, collections of all kinds. Ken, as always, thank you so much. If people want to reach you, they can go to brattlebookshop.com. And, you... and then, then absolutely. And if you have a collection like this or want to build one, not only do we have it right now, but I know other people who do and we can help you build collections. Sounds great. And thank you, folks, for tuning in and telling a friend about the Brattlecast. It's always good to remind people you can subscribe and download, rate, and review. We'll see you next time. Take care. Take care.